You are listening to episode 13 of the InspireWire podcast. Welcome Welcome to to the InspireWire, a podcast where ideas are exchanged, worlds are traveled, and life is experienced. This is the InspireWire with your host, Tom Murphy. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 13 of the InspireWire. For today's podcast, we have Greg Hurd, and Greg Hurd is a voice talent and he also works um the board as a board operator in a what i believe is a studio of some sort um and he's got a lot of different things going on a podcast and a sports radio talk show um but i got into contact to him because he did the voice and produced and created the entire intro for my podcast so It was really cool to talk to him and see what else he does, you know. Um, And the other bonus to this episode is he has a great voice. So uh, it it was really cool listening to him and talking to him. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. So let's head to the interview. All right, everyone. I'm here with Greg Hurd, the voice of the InspireWire intro, so it's a familiar voice if you are a frequent listener, and uh, I reached out to him, I, at first, um, was, I found him on Fiverr.com, which, where you can get, um, a bunch of different cool stuff, uh, for a bunch of freelancers, you can design, um, you know, graphic imagery, graphic design, you can do advice, um, obviously, um, audio and video effects and all these different things on Fiverr, and that's how I um, got my podcast intro from Greg, and also I got my cover art for my podcast from someone else, so it was really cool, and Greg was nice enough to come on the show, so uh, Greg, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, um, it's really cool. You know, hearing your voice for the for in real life now because it's like, <laughs> you know, you hear the same thing, so it gets comfortable and everything. But um, it's cool. It's cool to have you on. But uh, yeah. So is this your first, you know, podcast? Like, cause you you do a lot of podcast intros through Fiverr. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time you've ever been featured on that, one of those podcasts? Uh, yes. As far as the ones that I've worked on, yes. Um, uh, okay. But I, I am, I have been, um, there was a, another host, um, Joseph Bonner, who has several, uh, shows for his podcast network. He is, he added me on Facebook, uh, but that's as far as it's gone <laughs> so far. Okay. Nice. Nice. So that I'm kind of a first, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so, but you're, uh, you have experience is this how long have you had um been doing this on fiverr uh on fiverr i've probably been doing it for about uh about nine months Oh, okay uh maybe a a little less than that but um yeah i actually heard about using fiverr on uh from a, a radio show that i used to work on um and 
his show was about getting people to how people can make money in different ways, you know, who are trying to make have a side hustle or anything like that. And um, he mentioned Fiverr uh, being a gig website and how people like you, like you said, they do lots of different things, podcast intros or designing cover arts and editing resumes. So um, I decided to give it a shot. Yeah, it's a. I feel like it's a really cool platform for a lot of creative people or things um, where they have you know special skills that you know you may not want to have it as your full career, but it's something that you can provide and in your meantime you know just do that. And it was really cool because it's something that I like have no clue about you know creating creating music and producing it and everything like that. Not to mention the voice talent, so uh, I think it's really cool. And um, and you've overall you've enjoyed that experience. Uh, yeah, um, it's been something that you know. If you ask some of my family or friends, it's something I probably should have done a long time ago. Start, st- I should have started doing it a long time ago, um, or at least when Fiverr first uh, was first established. I'm not even sure when that was, yeah. but um, using my voice talents for voiceovers goes back to um it goes back to high school uh and just having the ability to to be like that narrating voice or you know kind of that um that unseen face but you hear my voice it's it's a it's a weird like feeling and dynamic that i I kind of enjoy (laughs) yeah i feel like it would be kind of cool um to you know, like you're playing different roles almost and you're do, you're doing different. Um, it's really creative and kind of cool in that way. Did you have you ever had some weird um, like voiceover roles that you've had to do? Um, well, one of the uh, first ones, actually, when I got to uh, when I got to college, uh, I was a theater major in college and we had this. Uh, we did a play. We did a play Measure for Measure by Shakespeare and with Shakespeare plays, they can be interpreted in many different ways. So the the motif of it was um, a 1950s B movie, okay. <laughs> and and, um, it, and it takes place uh, in a in a prison. It's supposed to look like kind of like um, Elvis Presley in Jailhouse Rock. I guess that's how it was supposed to look. But um, when the I guess when the prisoners are put on lockdown and you hear a buzzer and someone saying lockdown, lockdown, like that was that was me. That was what they wanted me to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so, interesting. Um, I did play a role in the play, but also as like uh, a couple of sound cues, you hear my voice going throughout the theater um, as if it was, you know, this this cheesy looking prison. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Um, and that was the first time you really got into the voice acting or, or I mean, uh, voice talent and things like that and voiceovers and all that stuff. Yeah, that was the first thing that it was um, that I to use it. It wasn't really thought about, but because of, I guess, because I had the, I had the right tone and the, and the right voice. Um, the director of the play wanted to just put that in. I mean, that's the, that voiceover isn't part of the play, but like I said, with Shakespeare, you can do a lot of different things. So it was something that they wanted to, to try out. And probably throughout college, um, I was brought in to be the voiceover guy for a lot of plays. That's cool. That's cool. So 
you mentioned that you uh, worked at a radio or radio station of some sort. Were you um, using your voice? Were you a voice talent on the radio show, or what was your role within that radio station? Well, for the most part, I was a, um, a board op engineer, but um, if needed, uh, I was asked to to produce some sound uh, for different segments uh, or for the the intro of that radio show. Um, they wanted uh, either the host or or the manager wanted me to do the script, uh, wanted me to introduce the show, or I would do some sweepers or bumpers for their show for different shows. Um, so it was something that I, um, I figured I would be doing when I got there, but, uh, I guess it just wasn't expected that, um, I would be doing it so much. <laughs> that was the, was the one main thing that surprised me. But, um, yeah. you know, I would wonder like, are, if people are listening to this station, they're probably going to, I mean, I wonder, are they going to get tired of hearing my voice? <laughs> because, oh, yeah. <laughs> cause you know, you may hear it like every, every couple of hours or so, but, um, it was definitely a fun experience. Um, and, and having the chance to be creative as far as even not just with my voice, but with also editing and, you know, picking different, what, like whatever music, uh, that might fit that particular show. Yeah. That sounds like, uh, really cool. And, and you get to really see uh, and be creative with everything you're doing. Um, so now is that is that kind of what your role is now or what you're doing now and um and kind of tell us a little bit about what it's like to do that editing and and do like producing music or or being a board operator. I I really don't know much about all this stuff so uh, I but I it sounds really cool and um uh just hearing about creating music and kind of um all that kind of stuff is really interesting but i don't really know much about it that's cool um well with uh well at that radio station i'm no longer at that radio station but um basically with being a board op you know when when people are on the air doing their show though you know there's someone behind the scenes um playing their sound cues or music or uh screening phone calls um that was kind of stuff I, I was doing at that station, uh, but also, but also producing different segments, as I said. Um, but uh, as far as being able to be creative, um, one thing that, like for me, I'm I'm not a musician, so I don't I don't um, I don't write or compose a, a lot of the, of the uh, a bunch of the music. You know, some stuff if we have the um, ability or, or the, the license or, you know, to, uh, to use different music, then, you know, I, I just, I'm able to listen for what may fit a particular, a particular show. Um, like for example, with, with yours, you know, I know you, uh, I know you asked for some music energetic, like Daft Punk was like, okay, well, let's use Daft Punk then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, and then with the with giving like whatever um, with, with that crossing over to the the Fiverr gigs I've done, if people are looking for a certain energy or or a certain um, a certain tone or filter, you know that that all comes with editing the audio. I've used 
Uh, I have a Mac, so I've used GarageBand, but I also use Adobe Audition. Um, so with different learning, different editing software, uh, also that, that that may be required for those of you who want to get into doing voiceover um, and then, you know, kind of being independent and doing your, you know, freelancing and everything. Editing audio is also going to be very helpful for you. Yeah. And uh, just for the listeners, um, just a background, because when I uh, initially, you know, like found you on Fiverr and like asked you for the intro, I got to listen to, you know, a couple of your preview podcast intros and liked it and things like that. And uh, I, I basically gave a description of kind of what my podcast was like, and I had no episodes out or anything like that. And I was just like, yeah, so... Uh, I'm trying to do inspirational stuff and interview people, <laughs> and uh, I kind of like an energetic beat and whatever. Like I mentioned, Daft Punk or or other artists, I don't really know, but it was amazing how you were able to create that. And I'm sure that comes with a lot of experience, and, and you have uh, a lot of tools and things like that. And it it was really cool to see. All right, he's got the he combined the audio and, and obviously with your voiceover and everything. Um, it's cool to see how I literally gave you a couple of sentences and you were able to turn it into that. I was, I was, uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's, um, and you know, no, uh, no fault to anyone here. It happens sometimes, uh, sometimes with, um, with the, with the gigs I've done, sometimes they give me a script or sometimes they just give me a, a description and, and, and I'd have to write it. Like I have no problem writing it. Um, but sometimes I do worry that, well, maybe they won't like how I put it together or how I wrote it, but you know, they're uh, at least trusting me at that point to, to be creative that way. So, um, writing it is never a problem. Uh, but like with you, you were, you were descriptive. So I could at least get something out of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That you were, uh, you were able to kind of say, all right, I can structure the sentence or like the voiceover um, to a specific type of, you know, like kind of direction or something like that. Yeah. 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 If, uh, you know, for those who, you know, they're not sure of a script, but they want to they, you know, they kind of know what they they have an idea of what they want it to be, you know, just be descriptive as possible. And even if you don't have a script, then, um, the, the person that you're going to, uh, it gives them some kind of ideas. It, a lot of times it just gets the, the juices flowing like, well, maybe they'll like it this way and, um, help the, the voice of our artists even be, uh, more creative, um, or just to make it, uh, or to, you know, not to make it so complex, you may think it has to be complex. Maybe it doesn't. So um, being descriptive as far as what you want, as far as, you know, any any client out there, as far as what you want, if you're descriptive, then you don't have to necessarily write a script. You know, the voiceover artists, they not they just don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll edit, they'll write um, some even compose their own music uh, just and if they if they find a, that maybe their music styles maybe fit what the client wants. So, um, but as far as the client goes, just being descriptive really helps get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That, 
the more descriptive you are, the better results. So, yeah, but, um, so have you, like, through Fiverr, uh, have you only done or advertised yourself as, you know, mostly podcast intros or, or is, or is that like most of what you've gotten or how has it like, what are the range that, um, you, you've provide? And also, um, if you have any crazy, like requests that you've encountered, like crazy, you know, podcasts that you've done an intro for, I, I don't even know, but I'm sure there's been some interesting requ- requests. Well, yeah, with, um, well, with the, with the first part of that question, as far as podcast intros, that's what I've gotten mostly, uh, because I think that's the one that can, um, that has the quickest turnaround as far as, um, you know, you can, okay, you can put that in your show and then you can start recording because starting a podcast is, has become easier and easier for people. And if you're trying to get, um, creative or have something that really pops as far as your intro, you know, that can be done. That, that the turnaround is very quick. Um, but I've done some, uh, some sweepers, uh, by, by sweepers, I mean, kind of like you, if you're listening to a radio station and you hear you're listening to, and they name the radio station and, and the call letters, you know, I've done a couple of those, uh, for, uh, there's an internet radio station. I know I did one for, um, and there's another, another podcast where I've done actually several segments with this client, um, as far as like the, the interesting request, um, because they also asked for me to, um, add sound from some videos as far as like a clip that could be put into the video. Um, okay. Like, like what? Well, there's one, I've actually done two of these for this same client. Uh, they have a, they had a sports show and a, a sports talk show and they had a segment called uh the respect on my name award uh if anyone remembers the um the uh rapper producer birdman on the breakfast club radio yeah, show yeah. um so they wanted and then someone like remixed that interview into a song <laughs> so they wanted me to use the song that was made off of that that interview and make a segment out of it. And they had a, like, it was called the respect on my name award. So I made it, I put, um, I put a, a sound together for that segment for their show. Oh, um, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> so you were uh, just like, yeah, so put, yeah. this is the, the time for the, re- put the respect on my name award. Yeah. And then play the song. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. And, uh, I, they've also, They've since branched off into a, um, a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, and they, um, what they wanted me to do, they, they said, well, we want this to be like a, uh, like a, a ring announcer announcing us. So, and they, you know, they told me their names. And so I put that together. And then there's a segment of a wrestler, Booker T, saying, can you, can you dig it? Son? <laughs> Uh, and so they wanted me to put that clip in there. So, um, I spliced that together and, um, and they gave me the music that they wanted to use. So, um, being able to not, it, it, with it not just being my voice on there, they want to use some movie clips or YouTube clips or something like that to splice it together. Those are the, those are fun to do. 
Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, I mean, that's that's where you get really creative, and and that they seem like they were like really excited and trusted you and everything. So I'm sure that's really cool to be a part of. But as far as like, and you keep mentioning how you you're able to use like music from this or a YouTube clip from this and things like that. I've encountered that all these rules and and issues when you when it comes to using specific music and especially one and especially mainstream music and i was wondering if you knew like like say i wanted to do a really popular music uh song as you know like like you said like use a part of it or a youtube clip or a clip from a movie what like how do i do that um well for me um i just i just i just use it um but you know as far as the rules as far as like i know there's a creative commons license so some songs will be um for you i mean you can use them as long as you're not trying to make money off of the song itself um and with uh some if they are unsigned if i know there's a rule that if they're unsigned artists if they're not signed to a record label then those songs can be used or they don't necessarily have to be reported um and if there if there's a record that the songs were used like for me like i have a podcast myself where me and my friend we talk about different music topics and we play music during the show and um, we haven't got, we've been doing it for almost a year now. We haven't gotten any, um, haven't had any issues as far as the use of the music. Uh, we do keep a record of the music that we do play. Uh, I know there are some incidents where, you know, if you use more than seven seconds and you don't report that the music was used, then, you know, that could cause, um, that can cause an issue. But for me, um, I think the the most important part is just keeping a record of the music that you play. Just don't um, put it on your show or podcast or whatever and not give credit to the artist. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I really just like been avoiding that in, in just in general because I've been, uh, I don't know, worried about that, I guess. And um, not that I'm making money off my podcast, so, <laughs> but um that's cool that you have a podcast. Um, what what's it called? I I love to check it out. And what and what's it about? Well, like you said a little bit about music, but um. well, yeah, yeah, it's called uh, "By the Time You Hear This." Um, my friend from college, uh, Ben, and I we we talk about different music topics. Um, basically, our format goes: we have a we look at what's going on in the music news or what's popular on the charts or you know, different stories that interest us. And, um, and then we pick, you know, we, we call it our earworm of the week, but it's basically like a song that, that we've listened to at least within the last week that, that we really like and that we probably listened to multiple times, <laughs> but, uh, we have that segment in. And then we also like, um, and then our second half of the show, we talk about a, um, we have diff, well, we have different kinds of, topic formats like we have uh we'll talk about a, a producer's uh discography basically um like the we've had an episode on uh the neptunes 
uh, production or um, we'll talk about certain albums, certain classic albums. Like I know the first one we did, I think, was about Michael Jackson's Bad. Okay. And and basically like what we got from it, you know, and kind of the stories behind it. For me, I'm more I'm a lot interested in the stories behind how certain albums or songs were made. And we talked about Bad and like not. But we wanted to talk about that because it followed Michael Jackson's thriller. And it's like the, the, we talked about the expectations of it and the music videos and, um, how it was going, it was it supposed to be better. You know, we're trying to put ourselves in that time. So we talk about albums like that. Um, and we also talk about different stories that have impacted music, um, such as, um, what was one that that we've done? Oh, we talked about uh, like the Millie Vanilli controversy with them, you know, being caught not singing their own songs. And we kind of looked into that and how that's impacted music today or the payola scandal of the 50s and 60s. As far as radio DJs being paid money on the side to play and promote certain artists and kind of how that really hasn't gone away <laughs> in today's age. Uh, with radio and, and how artists try to get signed or promoted. So um, we talk about different stories like that, that interest us. Yeah. It's all, it's all music related. And sometimes we veer off into other topics, but it's, it's a lot of fun to kind of delve deep into music history. Yeah. I'm, that's one of the things that I, I really enjoy too, is the stories behind the music. And, and I don't know um, when they ever come out with uh movies that are based on you know the story of a musician uh, or an artist or a group like that it's always really fascinating to me um you get to see like what was going on and things like that you know um for example like it, it seems like uh with movies like uh eight mile and um recently straight out of compton and i know they're coming out with a movie um about tupac's career and everything those those movies are really cool you get to see um a lot more in depth about the story and it, it's really cool in that sense i think yeah we've uh we've done a couple of episodes on movies as well or mini series uh the first one we did was about the um <laughs> like for us kind of a running bit running gag is we always pay attention to the uh, the TV movies <laughs> that okay. are shown on like Lifetime or VH1 because they can be, they can either be really good or like really cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I enjoy watching them, you know, just for, you know, I'm hoping it will be funny. I'm, I'm looking for the jokes. Uh, but we, we, uh, we talked about, um, the Temptations miniseries, uh, which, You'll probably find that on VH1. They seem to show it every couple of weeks. <laughs> and um, we uh, BET showed the new edition miniseries a few months ago. So we did an episode about that. Um, but we yeah, we delve into into music uh, related movies. And it's always part of our news segment. If there's a new biopic coming out about a music related topic, um, we just recorded an episode um, a couple of days ago and we saw there's going to be a documentary about Pavarotti and, you know, so we're not, we, you know, all genres of music that 
um, have some news that, you know, may be uh, interesting to us, you know, we'll we'll talk about. But we yeah, we get into movies too. probably we try not to do too much or we'll we'll try to get into um, make sure it stays music related. Uh, I thought about us doing an episode about eight mile. <laughs> uh, probably should. Uh, because it, you know, it's base. It is basically it's loose. It's based loosely on um, Eminem's uh, uh, background, so that's definitely something we'll consider getting into. Yeah, I, and I also think uh, another, you know, um, topic in music that you know really exposes like the story of a musician or like at that point in time is. Um, whenever a musician comes out with um, a diss track, I always am interested in diss tracks. I don't know why, but it's just like it's it's just really cool because you see like the real uh, artistry in, in in their music. Especially, I've noticed, especially with hip hop and rap, it it's like you get a sense of uh, really what went down, kind of and what the story was i don't know why but i love i love those uh diss tracks <laughs> yeah those are uh i mean that's part of like you know how i like like the stories behind certain songs uh with diss track it's pretty clear what the what yeah. the story is but it's still like to get to get in depth about it um and we i, I think we we briefly touched on that you know especially recently with the uh the remy ma Nicki minaj beef or if it was a beef, I mean, sometimes the uh, I think what I, what I've noticed is that sometimes with the with something like a, a rap beef now, it's more for publicity. Um, and, you know, a lot of times with rap beef, you know, it's supposed to be like, hey, I'm a better rapper than you. And here's why I'll make a song about it. Exactly. <laughs> but, but sometimes it's just about promotion or sometimes or people are beefing with each other, but they don't make any music out of it. Like no, no diss tracks come from it. So it's like, well, what are like, how is this going to be solved or, or why should we pay attention to this if no music's going to come out of it? So those are different. I mean, there are a lot of different angles to, to look at something like that from. Um, but the, the ones that, you know, where they did make a song out of it, those are definitely the most interesting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that's really cool. You got a podcast going. You you have this voice uh, talent uh, career that you've kind of continued through uh, other avenues and like Fiverr and, and things like that. Um, so you are right now. Your main job is a board operator, and then you got um, these other jobs on the side, and you kind of do like. Um, the podcast for fun and things like that. I guess uh, question kind of, so are there any other things that, you know, because I did some research about you a little bit from what I could and um, I did not know that you had a podcast. So are there any other things that are going on with you um, that I don't know about? Some interesting facts or hobbies that you also uh, participate in? I'm sure you're busy with all of the, all this stuff you're doing, but. <laughs> yeah um well um aside from the the pod, the music podcast that i have um i also produce a um uh, a sports radio show called the sports roundtable um uh, i'm based out of atlanta uh here and um we talk about sports and you know we we try to be entertaining with it you know 
Um, a lot of sports talk shows, they're, they can be a little too serious and predictable. <laughs> so, uh, we try to, we try to take a different approach as far as talking about sports. And for that, uh, that's another show to where I've done a, a lot of production as far as, uh, segments and, um, if we have specific sponsors and they want us to do a, a specific commercial, uh, I've recorded the commercial and, and put that together. Um, but that's really the only other show to where like I'm actually, um, part of the show as far as a co-host, <laughs> right. uh, with other shows, I, I'm, I'm not talking, uh, on the mic, but with that show I am. And, um, we do that, uh, every week. And, um, that's part of my other, I guess that would be considered a passion of mine is just with sports. Um, I've, uh, uh, it's just something I've always been around and, um, I've actually, uh, I, well, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't sure if you, if you've researched me, I didn't know if you would have found this anyway, but, <laughs> uh, there was a game show on ESPN called Stump the Schwab that I was a contestant on. And, um, I won, I won a few dollars on there. Um, it's, uh, uh it was a sports trivia show, um, in which, you go up against there uh, against Howie Schwab, who was ESPN's first researcher. So it seems like he knows pretty much anything there is to know about sports. Yeah. And yeah. You know, different people around the country would come in uh, and kind of challenge him on that. And um, I got my shot at that. Um, I think that was from 2005. And um, I've also. um, um had a couple of, uh, um, I spent a couple of summers, like I said, I was a theater major. I spent time at the Eugene O'Neill Theater Center in, uh, Waterford, Connecticut as an intern, uh, that, and each summer they have a, uh, a national playwrights conference in which new plays are workshopped and produced, you know, not, not a full production. But at least staged readings for people to get an idea of what the shows could be going down the line. Um, even though I wasn't, I wasn't there when these shows were workshopped there, but shows like, uh, like In the Heights and, uh, Avenue Q were, um, were first brought there. Um, and also all of anyone familiar with August Wilson, uh, who may have seen Fences, the Denzel Washington film. Uh, it's based on an August Wilson play and all of his plays were also workshop there at the O'Neill. So, um, I worked at a, at a, I was an intern at a place that has a lot of theater history, uh, with it as far as American history, American theater history goes. Yeah, that was a great movie. I, I got a chance to see that and I, and I could tell that it was a play. Even I didn't know it beforehand, but the fact that there was at the house the entire time, I was like, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, a play. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. You got a bunch of other stuff going on, and um, you know that radio show sounds like a lot of fun. Um, do you guys are you guys like all from Atlanta, and so you guys get to all bond on being Atlanta fans, and, or is it kind of like you got a couple different characters? Well, the fun part of it is we're not all Atlanta fans, as far as like Atlanta sports goes. We're not all straight Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, we are from different places. I think one of our hosts, one of our hosts is from Atlanta. Uh, one is from Memphis, Tennessee, and the other is from, uh, 
Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Like he's he's our full on Alabama <laughs> football fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. He'll tout them at, at you know every chance he gets. But um, I think the part that that we're not all just at fans of Atlanta sports, we're favor of sports overall. We're fans of sports overall. So um, being able to talk about different topics and not have it be so Atlanta centric, um, we'll leave that to the other shows. <laughs> but we'll um, we do have a lot of fun with it. And, you know, we all have different perspectives. We're all different ages as well. So um our perspectives may be determined by our our age, you know, with our generation, what we saw um, and compared to what we see now, you know, but um, it's it's a lot of fun uh, to it's a lot of fun to do. And um, I've been working with that, that the show has that show has been going on for almost four years, but I've only been working with them for about, uh, for less than a year. Um, because they were doing a podcast on their own. And then when they wanted to come to the radio station, um, I was assigned their show <laughs> to do production on their show. And then I became part of the show. Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun to do with those guys every week. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, getting a chance to talk sports is probably awesome. I mean, you know, cause we're, cause if you're a sports fan, you're talking sports all day anyway. So, you know, you get to, really talk about it more uh what who are you rooting for in the finals uh i picked i picked the warriors in five games okay uh after seeing game two the other night um i feel like i'm going to be i am I, maybe i should have said a sweep but i'm going to stick with five games yeah. <laughs> uh, i don't think anyone really wants to see a sweep like it would be it would be stunning to see but I'm going to stick with five games. I think the Warriors are going to win. Yeah, that seems like a fair assessment. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, it, it's going to be interesting for sure, uh, especially if um, LeBron and the Cavs can win tomorrow night, I think. But, uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's an interesting scene going on in the NBA right now. But uh, it, I, I hope it – I'm honestly – I'm te- I'm rooting for the Cavs just because um I'm I like to see you know close games and everything like that so during the games I'm always like all right come on we, the Cavs gotta m- make it close but uh who knows <laughs> yeah I think I'm on your side as far as who's gonna win but uh yeah so. yeah so I'm actually on the other side where I like to see domination oh okay <laughs> that's interesting yeah. blown out that's fun to see like wow like and you can kind of see you you get more out of like okay why why is the other team being so overwhelmed and you know you can you can kind of see why with the close game you might not it may be entertaining but you don't get a whole lot of answers but that's just me i like seeing the blowouts <laughs> yeah i mean when when they get when the warriors are clearly a better team you see them and when they are on a roll it's it's just amazing what Meanwhile, um, you know, with the Cavs, like they have those individual efforts, those spurts, but it's never like, I don't know, maybe it is, but it just seems like the Warriors are on that next level. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, you hear a lot with the Warriors, the way that the team has played the last couple of years is like, 
yeah, you may be up 20 on the Warriors, but that lead is not safe. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They can erase a deficit like like nobody else. But, uh, all right, thanks a lot, man. Oh, I forgot to ask. Um, do you, you're, you're a Falcons fan? I'm t- sorry to hear about the uh, Super Bowl. Oh, see, that's the thing. I, I'm not a Falcons oh, fan. Oh, I should, I should, I should have uh, mentioned. I should have asked you. I was afraid to be honest because I didn't want to be the bearer of bad news. Oh, no, nah, see, I'm I'm actually a Cowboys fan, so um, I uh, it, I mean, it was it it was it was tough around here, even for the non-Falcons fans here in Atlanta. It was still tough for a few weeks after that game. I know. I'm sure that the atmosphere, like the balloon, probably just deflated so hard for everybody. Yeah. So, thanks so much for uh, coming on. Uh, it was it was great talking to you. I learned I learned a little bit more about you know the music industry and things like that. And and you clearly got. A lot of cool stuff going on, and I'll definitely check out your podcast. And uh, if you have anything else you'd like to promote or anything like that, I'll definitely uh, put links to all that info about you on the um, on uh, on our show notes, so everyone can check that out. But uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Greg. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Uh, if you want to have me back anytime, man, just let me know. All right, everyone, that was the interview with Greg Hurd. I really enjoyed talking to him, and it was nice to see what else he's got going on. You know, he's got his podcast and also the the radio show, which I will have links for you guys on my website and in the show notes, so definitely check him out there. It was also cool to kind of see a little bit more in-depth into um, producing music, creating music, the voice, talent, or all, all the things he's doing. I thought uh, one thing that one point he made that was interesting was the way technology is today. Everyone is able to create, and and the barrier to entry is so small um, for a lot of things. And I think that's definitely true. I mean, just an example, you know, making this podcast. It, it like he said, it's. It really doesn't cost too too much to do. It's really uh, it's cool because it's promising. Like people can just make random things out of nowhere, whether it's a movie, song, you know, what have you. It's it's cool, and it's just another reason why people have to, you know, if they have something they're interested in. Um, it's another opportunity to explore it and and try it out. Like one example is a blog because a lot of people are really taking advantage of that like platform. It's a way for everyone to really express themselves and get the thoughts out that usually wouldn't come out in a typical conversation. You know, they're able to publish their thoughts and and it, and it's prob and it's really interesting to see how how crazy and how popular uh, blogging has been and I've just started it in in tandem with the podcast and it, I think it's been really cool because for me I've been able to express some of my thoughts in more thorough detail and now I kind of have them in, in like a permanent uh, location 
So if it's not uh, beneficial to other people, I still uh, I still get a lot out of it. And it's also it's a tool that other people can use to see more about you. And it's something else that you can promote yourself with. So I definitely encourage other people to be creative and express themselves for sure. All right, everyone, for the story portion of the podcast, uh, I don't really have a story for you guys, but um, I guess a general um, maybe point to emphasize for this episode is kind of to really take advantage of of, of things that you may want to do. It seemed like through Greg's history, he had a bunch of different jobs and took advantage of a lot of different interests, and that's something definitely to strive for. And I think that, uh, you know, nowadays it seems like a lot of careers and, 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 and different, um, jobs are, are very specified, are very, uh, specialized and you kind of need to have a lot of years of experience. And, and once you go down that path, your skill set is, is more refined and refined and, and, and you're not really exposed to a, a wide range. And so what I'd recommend is to kind of really, really explore, uh, unless you, you really know what you want, to kind of explore all different opportunities. And I know some some people would say, you know, it doesn't really uh, look great on a resume to be, um, you know, leaving your leaving a job or, or just um, jobs with all different uh, descriptions. But um, I think... I think that a lot of employers will will appreciate, you know, um, someone who's curious and, and is exploring different interests and is well-rounded. And and one thing that you can fall back on is is if if an employer is looking for someone with really specific uh, skills and things like that, then and, and and maybe isn't interested in you as a candidate, then you know you have a lot of background in a lot of different areas so you know you can lean on that so when you specialize you're really putting all your eggs in one basket and this way you know you got a lot of skills you got a lot of passion so that way you're able to really be prepared for anything so I think that's just one thing that kind of rings true to me and, I, and I've, I've been trying to do that um, through a lot of aspects of my life and I think it's definitely something that um, works really well. So yeah, so that's my little random thought and, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening and see you guys next time.